Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hey everybody and welcome back to a very special edition of Knowing is Half the Podcast, the G.I. Joe Recap Show. Uh, my name is Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. Gina. Gina's petting a cat. <laughs> Sorry, I got bit. <laughs> 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 and I was delighted. Gina, say your name. I'm Gina Bolito. Thank you very much. We have do pa- I have to take the cats away? Yeah, we have I will do here. that. I will, hey, put the, I will lock listen, them up in a closet. Physical contact with Goblin happens so infrequently that I am willing to stop whatever is happening <laughs> to make it happen, even if it involves him biting me. So, yes, that's where we're at right now. <laughs> we're petting cats. Uh, th- this episode is a very special episode. I went out and bought the uh, G.I. Joe... Uh, find your fate, choose your own adventure novels. And we're going to read one here, and then Gina and Chan, you guys will be making the decisions. As we'll have usual. discussions. As, as, as it should be. As <laughs> as taking me completely out of the process <laughs> correctly. Uh, just to let you know, we're going to start with book number three here, because that's the one I got. It's called Operation oh, Terror Trap. Are we going to be able to understand this if we haven't read uh, the first two? Oh, I don't want spoilers, yes. man. Uh, we've got Dusty on the cover, uh, and then Quick Kick kicking Destro in the face. That's Ooh, the cover spoiler. of the episode. I will just read you the little preface here so you guys mm-hmm. understand where we're at. Uh, so we don't just start you cold. <laughs> that would be too weird. <clears throat> Welcome to the pit. The underground headquarters of the G.I. Joe team is your new home. Whoa. That's because you're about to become their newest member. Do they call their uh, place the pit? That seems weird because it's more snake related than. I've never yeah. heard that before. I have no idea what these. Let's oh, you know about. what? They may be talking about the uh, um, uh, improv theater in New yeah, York. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. they're not talking about that game with a bell and the trading of goods. Oh, that's a fun one. I like that pit. a lot. Uh, according to the back of the book, the pit is a secret underground headquarters of the GI Joe team. Mm. So it's a different. Base, I guess. Uh, anybody guess? Uh, what you, you have a code name. We have a code name for oh, this, everybody. God. It's a terrible code name. Horny dog. You're not far off. Code name butt plugs. Yeah, Gina, <laughs> it's called dog ear. Whoa, oh, because you dog, dog ear a book. book. Oh, that's, that's adorable. That's kind of clever. Dog so are you ear. the bookworm? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your major talents are brainy and street smart. You know how to fight and how to fly a plane. They like they wanted to they wanted to like point out the fact that like hey you bought a book good for you but they didn't want to call you bookworm so yep. they were like right. what else is book related right yeah no I, I mean you you write like to your it. audience there it is uh, your assignment is intelligence so I mean we're on the path right now yeah as a member of the GI Joe team you are expected to pull your weight even if it is your first mission. You are being counted on to use your skills in a perfect blend of thought and action. This is true to the show in that they let anyone join. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, (laughs) is a fact. Uh, You will be asked to make many crucial decisions. After you do, follow the directions at the bottom of each page. If you make the right decisions, the team will triumph over the evil forces of Cobra. So we guarantee right now that will not happen. We will not make good decisions, I hope. (laughs) And you will be a hero if you make the wrong choices. Your first mission. Maybe your last. Oh, dear. Good luck, what, do you dog have to, ear. Like, burn the book if you fuck up? Yeah. yeah it literally Hold on. Be doing it. There's a name written on the inside there. There is. Uh, this is a use. I bought this on Amazon. The name inside for written penny. in pen. For, for a penny. For a penny. Three ninety nine shipping and handling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the name on the inside written in pen is Giannis Kumantaros. Oh, not not the name I would have expected. Wait, what kind of... 
What kind of profiling are you doing? What kind of name were you expecting? I was expecting Little Timmy Johnson. Little Timmy Timmy Johnson. Yeah. Do you live your life like you're in an improv scene? Yes. (laughs) Every child is named Timmy. Yes, she does. (laughs) And... Little Timmy Johnson. (laughs) Good luck, dog ear. Your mission begins on page one. Are you guys ready? This is very exciting (laughs) stuff right here. Uh, For the level, this is reading a level... um, Ages six, grades six and up. Uh oh, we're gonna have to take it away from from Ray. So (laughs) we're already higher than the Donald Trump speaking level (laughs) with our writing, and also there'll be a lot of words I'm gonna need help with, guys. So I have not pre-read this, just for the record. I don't know where we're going, uh, and we're just gonna get there. Yeah. So page one with a picture. What's the picture? Can you uh, the picture here? uh, It's a dude, and I think that's supposed to be Duke. We take a picture for the. You guys can follow at home now. Mm, Yeah. I think it's Duke and Hawk and Dusty and Gung Ho and Lady J. Okay. I think. I mean, what, is that what you get out of it right there? It's not a great picture. I mean, the guy in the front looks like he's 16 years old. <laughs> so if that's Duke. Maybe that's you. Yeah, maybe that's us. That's me. Okay. So <clears throat> we're 16 year old boys. <laughs> Yay. Again, legit could join the Joe team. Yeah. It's so quiet in the central corridor of the second level of the pit that you can hear your steps echoing, not to mention the beating of your heart. The hand you reach towards Do we the have door. Anxiety in yeah. <laughs> the hand you reach towards the door of the briefing room is sweaty. It feels like an Eminem song right now, right? <laughs> Mom spaghetti. Uh, you're as ready as you're gonna get. You've got your secret arsenal hidden in your shoe, and your nerves in your are shoe. In your shoe. That's where your arsenal is. Yes, it is. And, um, you know, that's where you've got the the butt plug button. Oh, the, the got Lady it. J button. Got it. Uh, and the nerves are steeled. You take a deep breath and. Have a seat. We're waiting for you. The tall, cool commander Hawk is standing on the briefing stage oh, shit. in we're, front of a large map. We're not even getting uh, Flint or Duke. This is the main man. This is the boss man. Uh, Junie would know, know this. this Hawk is the general. Yeah. He's like the dude in charge of Duke. I don't like new people. <laughs> uh, you blush. Are you late? Have you messed up already? No. Welcome to the team, Hawk is saying. You turn and look around at the others around you. Ooh, Your team. around me? <gasps> My team. Duke here will be in charge, Hawk continues. The blonde infantryman reaches over and shakes your hand. I really wanted uh, Flint to be my uh, CO. Sorry. It's disappointing. Well, this is unfortunately a Duke and Lady J episode. Ooh. <laughs> you smile. Wait, Duke and Lady J? Not Duke, Duke and, and Scarlet? Right. Ooh. Yeah. So we, we mix the A team and the B team. Okay. okay. Uh, you smile, trying to hide a grimace of pain. You're not even going to get past handshaking. Lady J flashes you a smile. The lady is tops in intelligence. To work with her is a terrific bonus. Oh, God. I hope we get laid in this book. Bonus. I don't think we're getting laid in this book. You're, 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 what's the point? Oh, you're a, yeah. you're a no, here's what you Here's what you do. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, you, you flip through the book and see where it falls open. That's the page where uh, you bone. That's where the bone yeah. happens. That's, yeah. where That's where Giannis was doing it over and over again. Uh-huh. Uh, or they- alternately, just see which page sticks together. Just yeah. Do a quick flip through which and see if. Uh, oh, geez, you're right. It's uh, milky pages. white. Anyway, <laughs> you guys are gross. <laughs> Lady J Dog Ear and Quick Kick, who's already on his way to the site, will do the scouting, says Hawk. Duke, Dusty, and Gung Ho are back up. You admire Dusty's Lawrence of Arabia uniform as he gives you a thumbs up sign. Lawrence of Arabia uniform? I don't think that's where it is. Welcome, Mancha, says Gung Ho. That means my dear in Cajun, Lady J whispers in your ear. Hold on. Is that correct? Mancha. How do you spell it? M-O-N space C-H-A. That means my oh, dear. Oh, is it Mon- they usually Mon- 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 You're not really but pronouncing it exactly right, but it's not incorrect. Mon- I feel like Moncher. 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 Okay, we got an official. This book knows what it's talking about. <laughs> it's legit. Your Carry eyes on. your eyes almost pop. The toughest Marine in the world just called you my dear. Uh, gung-ho, totally gay. <laughs> He's coming on to you on page two of the G.I. Joe book, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Then you look at the scowl behind Hawk's smile as he begins to explain the mission. You sit up a little straighter. A picture of a real weirdo is flashed on the screen. Race to Canis. It's me. His coal black hair looks unreal above a pale face with piercing black eyes. His sweeping well, black... Does it say a picture of a real weirdo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His sweeping black robe is decorated with feathers, beads, shells, and a necklace of tiny skulls. It's just a random homeless guy on it's... Venice Beach. Uh, this, no, this sounds like Mola Ram. Lady J says, 
with without cracking a smile, do we have to bring him back to life? Is this guy for real, says Dusty, astounded that anyone prefers black to sand. His favorite color. What? I'm a little confused his right now. His hair? <laughs> what is he is he mocking his hair color? Are we missing I, pages? Hope, I hope he's not mocking his skin color because then it gets really upsetting really quickly. Wait a minute, did it is this a black dude? He's got piercing black eyes and he's right. wearing a black robe. But it said right. pale skin. Didn't it say okay, pale yeah, yeah. skin? Okay, pale skin, yeah. thank God. Pale face. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm afraid so, answers Hawk. He calls himself the one. He's carved out a country for himself in North Africa. Sure. Calls it Kamali. Did it quick and dirty, grabbing it without a please or thank you. In one month, he's overpowered the troops of the neighboring country of Mambania and built a modern capital, Mambania. Kamali City. That sounds yep. like... Mozambique or something like no, that? No, it's like, Momba- Mom, I'm banning you from my room. But it, Okay, uh, if you're an African despot and you've taken over a country, of course you have to be white, right? Like, isn't it's the rules of 1980s fiction? Um... Yeah, I'm I'm listing off in my head all of the white despots in Northern Africa. How many you got, Chan? Um, wait a minute. Is uh, Australia in Northern Africa? Oh, let me check. It is not. Huh, then I got nothing. Okay. No. Uh, this guy's no slouch. He has a castle. We don't think he's worried. He built a castle? He's got a castle. He t- he, no, he, he conquered the, the country in a month and then built the castle when? Uh, in a month, apparently. You know what? This guy's no slouch. He wants us to know. We don't think he's working alone. His takeover was too fast for that. Maybe Mm. the Russians are behind it, Mm -hmm. but they don't like to see their puppets living the high life. Mm. More likely, the power behind the one is... North Korea. Uh, uh, Come on, guys. Tajikistan. Oh, my God. It's Cobra. Oh, Oh, no. Did we we turn to the wrong page? If you think it's Cobra, turn to page four. (laughs) If you think it's North Korea. (laughs) Continuing on with the longest exposition for a kid. I told you this would be what would happen. This is is definitely going to take more than. Oh, we got this. Lady J speaks. Our mission is to infiltrate Kamali, discover the one's plans, and give him the old heave ho. Really? The things. The dude is called the one? Like in Jet Li in the movie The One. Yeah. Is he called. Do they call him the one? Like, is it, do you like walk down the street like, hey, what's up, the one? Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I haven't seen the movie. The, so. Keanu Reeves is also called the one in the Matrix. Right, but again, the, but he they has call a real him. Name. Yeah, I'm sure this guy has a real name, but Guys, he doesn't want people to know. The it. very okay. next line: the one is really Parker Shaw of the Bronx, New York. Oh, Parker Shaw! What this is so something is he would happening? do. I don't this know. is the worst. Thing. It seems he was a real estate tycoon who found well, the U.S. confining. The, and he just went and took over an African country because <laughs> Africans are just pushovers. He wanted a country of his own. His headquarters are in an old mansion in Westchester County, north of New York City. Oh, I'm so mad at this book. <laughs> this may be a recruiting station. If Cobra's behind the one, he's too close for comfort. Right now, you think... Less than 50 miles from the pit. That is not what I was thinking at all. <laughs> I was thinking this is this imperialist bullshit. It's <laughs> got to stop. Dog ear. Hawk is saying, quick kick is at Grand Central Terminal right now, about to take a train to Westchester. A train, gung-ho exclaims. Sur- surveillance of the Ones HQ must be under very deep cover, says Hawk. What could be better than something so normal? The train, a rental car, nothing out of the ordinary. The rest of the team is going straight to Kamali. Which would you rather do, Dog Ear? Would you like to join Quick Kick and investigate the Ones stateside? Or would you like to go straight to Africa with the rest of the team? You guys, what's the right call? I want to go to Africa. Oh, I feel like Westchester has got the uh, more. Got the goods? Zone. Wait, which well, one involves the train? The train is New York. Oh, then I'll take that one. I want to go on a train. Do you think say- you can get to Africa on a train? Gina? I thought it was like going to take the take the train to a plane station. <laughs> I didn't- to a plane station? You, know you the mean way an call, airport? We call airports plane stations here in the year 2016. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, Gina can't be trusted. We're going to Westchester. Uh, do you agree with that, Gina? I was going to say. Yeah, I, said, take the, each, I but... said I want to take the train. <laughs> Are you sure you're not bazooka? <laughs> I like trains. I want to take the train, and I okay. want to, ma- but I want to make sure there's a meal on it first. Oh my god! Okay, without <laughs> checking a for a meal, car. <laughs> we're flipping to page seventeen. Okay, leaving yeah. the pit behind, you drive to the Staten Island ferry. The cliff-like buildings of Manhattan loom up across the water. You wonder Ooh. what awaits you beyond them. Ooh. It's a little disappointing to begin this mission by dropping your token into a t- subway turnstile. <laughs> but you understand the need for deep cover. Well, <laughs> nothing could be deeper than the subway to Grand Central. 
You don't see Quick Kick at the station, so you sit down on a hard bench to wait. Suddenly, a fight breaks out between two men in front of you. Ooh. Zap, snap, pop. Zap, snap, pop. Yeah, the the, un- the unknown Rice Krispie guy, zap. Wait a minute. None of these words are in reference to fighting a fight are good. Snap, broken bone. Pop, uh, obviously somebody's getting the uh, arm torn out of the socket. Zap, zap means somebody just got shot with a laser shot with gun. Laser. Yeah, I was, yeah. Even the... Yes, it does. Uh, even though this isn't your Joe mission, you can't just stand by and watch a big bully give it to this little guy on the chin with a laser gun, it, broken wh- limbs. With a wh- wait, what? what does the fight break out over? Does it specify? We don't know yet. So we don't um, know if the, who's the good guy and who's the bad well, guy. Well, it's a big guy beating up a little guy, so we assume we kind hey, of already know. That little know. guy could have just called with him the N word. <laughs> uh, yeah, he could have called him the N word. Yeah. All we know. Yes, you've got to get involved. You reach out for the bruiser when suddenly from behind you feel someone's eyes on you. Real, you're th- this is what you feel as you're about to assault a guy twice your size? I mean, that would be gross, right? You don't want somebody's eyes on you. <laughs> Everybody, stop Yuck. looking at me. I have to beat this guy up. No, no, no. Nothing to see here. Move along. Fights aren't interesting to anybody. <laughs> you whirl around to see. Quick kick? No. You're staring straight into the face of a bulldog of a guy wearing dark glasses and a dark green storm coat. You look away, but too late. He knows you saw him tailing you. Quick! You have to decide. You guys, do you let this bulldog guy shadow you, or do you try to get him off your scent? Wait, that's what it's asking? Not about the fight? Apparently the fight's over now, because you've realized you've been oh, shadowed. Oh, get him off your scent? Are we trying to let him, are we going to let him follow us, or are we going to like try to shake him? I mean, I guess if you let him follow you, you can figure out who he is and what he wants. For example, yeah. It's a tough call. I say, I guess let him follow me. Let him follow, Chan? Maybe what do you he, think? He might have a sandwich. Uh, we'll see. What? He might have a sandwich. We I haven't don't had lunch know. yet. On we, this like, they didn't give us train. lunch on the train yet. We haven't made it to the train. I'm sorry. Uh, do many New York subways have snacks? Just sandwiches for, for purchase on the train? Don't, don't eat those snacks. <laughs> if you see a snack on a New York subway, it's not a snack. <laughs> it's really pee. It's a man's dick. Oh, Jesus. I'm a hot dog vendor on the subway. <laughs> hey, Gina. <laughs> Want a bite of my hot dog? It's a crotch level. <laughs> so, do we do we let the bulldog guy shadow us, or do we get him off our scent? Gina seems to think we let him follow. I mean, here's the thing: he he already saw you. You know, like he he saw you, so you know, so he knows you know he's following you. Correct. Yeah, so I he say knows, let him follow you, then. but he knows that you know that he knows. Right. That so obviously, you. then you can't let him keep following you because then he'll because uh, then he's gonna. But what if he's a friend? What if he's not a foe? Then he wouldn't be shadowing you, you would think. Maybe he is a friend, though, for all of them. Lose him. We're going to lose him? Lose him. Gina, keep him or lose him? And lose him was my first knee-jerk reaction, so I guess lose him. But if he ends up being a friend, I'm going to be If he ends up having a sandwich. (laughs) So we're going to try to get him off our scent. Turn to page 63. You tense your muscles, ready to run. You want to get rid of this guy now, but you remember your training. Hold it for the right moment. There it is. A large family wheels a dolly loaded with suitcases between you and Bulldog. You slip through the crowd and spot a perfect hiding spot. You jump over and behind the counter of a startled pizza chef. Yes. There's Shh. a pizza chef? He's going to eat better give us subway? free pizza. That's, well, apparently that's where you're going to get on your snacks On the subway from. platform. Didn't you say you, you jumped platform. off? Yeah, you're not on the, on the train platform. Yet. You're on the platform. There again, there are there are pizzas yeah. in the subway. Oh, I guess yeah. you've never there, been to New York City, Yeah, Chan. they do have food like on the platform. Huh. Okay. I just made that up. I have no idea if they. No, no. That. Remember that oh, episode okay. of Seinfeld where uh, no. the 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 sandwiches are right outside on the platform, and if you can run and get them and get back on the subway in time, then you can have a nice meal. Uh, this is also before Giuliani cleaned up, uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of zoning stuff that happened. Uh, Shh! You put one finger to your lips. He begins whistling and keeps twirling pizza. Why he, would he do that? Crazy person jumps <laughs> over your counter. And so, shh, next step is that person is going to, like, reach for your crotch and start giving you a BJ. And, uh, well, Chan, he's not going to give you away. He's like Rick Astley. He's never going to give you up. He's never going to let you down. He's never going to run around and hurt you. But he better make us some pizza. You hear steps coming towards you. Then they stop right in front of the stand. Still, the pizza man whistles. I think this guy's joining the Joe team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the same steps walk quickly away in the direction of the waiting room. 
Let's hear it for the boy. The pizza man breaks into song. Is it what? That is what it says. <laughs> no, oh my god. No. Yes. Give the boy a hand. Yes. As if someone hid behind his counter every day. Oh man, I love I want to know more about I want to follow this pizza man. Is there an option to follow well, the pizza man? <laughs> is this a good time to leave your cover? If you want to make a dash for it now, or if you think you should stay hidden a little longer to be sure. I want to stay hidden because I want to see what the pizza guy does. <laughs> Do we have the... What? <laughs> am I looking for the Denise Williams song, Let's Hear It for the Boy? I had a feeling that's what you were doing immediately. I am definitely doing that. What, what was the other song that uh, oh, it's such I a missed good song. earlier? Rick know. Astley. Rick Astley. Give you oh, right, it's right. song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Chan, what do you think? Uh, Gina thinks we should stay here a little longer. You think... This is one of the greatest scenes in Footloose, guys. Don't let it get to 13 seconds. <laughs> oh, that's Aww. right. She <laughs> will catch us one thing. <laughs> um, so are we are we sick and still then? Is that what I'm I want to see this, what this or? pizza guy does? Chan, do you have a strong opinion? I, I, I think I agree with Gina. Let's stay. Because, okay. I mean, worst case scenario, we get some breadsticks out that's of this. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You stay crouched down behind the pizza counter. This is really exciting episode so far. <laughs> the man who's following you might still be out there waiting, but the pizza man keeps singing. Luckily, he has a nice voice. Ooh. After it's about- Denise Williams. <laughs> After about 10 minutes, you call chow to him, slip out from behind the counter, and head to the waiting room. The bulldog is no longer in sight. But someone else is, wearing a white karate outfit, has black belt, and a stern expression on his handsome oriental face. <gasps> Oh no. oh no! And that's oh, not even no. what Quick Kick wears. <laughs> no, that's what all Orientals wear. Oh, uh, no. That's what it says, folks. At least he capitalized Oriental, so we oh, have that going for us. That's no. that's respect. Uh, it's Quick Kick. Nice. Even in the strange crowd that hangs out in the station, he stands out. I really thought it was gonna be Storm Shadow. <laughs> Me <laughs> yeah, too. Bad. And we were gonna die. Yeah. Hey, man, he greets you. Been here long? You explain about Bulldog and the pizza stand. Don't worry, he says. Our train leaves in 10 minutes and there are no animals around. But he's not really, you begin. Don't sweat it, man. You're in good hands. And feet with quick kick. Uh, At least he didn't start uh, giving us some movie quotes. Uh, You hope he's right. As you board the train, you catch a glimpse of a guy in a dark green coat and sunglasses. You freeze, but it's just another dog tired at the end of the day commuter. Turn to page 12. Okay. Page 12. The car rental office is across from the train station in the small Westchester village where you get off. This feels so silly, just renting a car as if you were tourists. But you keep remembering that Hawk said, deep cover. Deep cover. <laughs> you're supposed to look like ordinary folks. That's why you're walking with a guy wearing a, a ninja gi. gi. <laughs> uh, but Quick Kick doesn't exactly fit that description. The pipe-smoking man behind the rental counter is staring at him. I am a guide and interpreter for Mr. How, you say. Uh-oh. He's a very Mr. important... Mr. How? Mr. How. H-O-W? Yes, of no, course. It's H- oh. No, please tell me oh. it's H-A-O. It's no. H-O-W. No! Oh, yes, it is. He's a very important dignitary up from Washington. From Washington State? Sure. Up from Washington, so I up assume D.C. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, no? Okay. The clerk says as he hands you the keys, you don't see him dialing the phone as you drive off. Oh. Oh, no. The road winds for several miles through the countryside, and suddenly off to the right is a dead end. And there it is, a huge rusty iron gate. It isn't even locked. Once you go walk through the gate, you see an eerie, boarded-up mansion. Its shutters creak in the wind. It gives you the shivers. Wait, what, what? are we doing here? We're at the Scooby-Doo I'm, house. I feel like this is just was like cut and pasted from another novel entirely. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, it's a G.I. Joe thing now. Okay, I'll yep. just... Uh, What's it? What quick kick? He's like a karate guy. Cool. Uh, so he's in a karate gi. Um, Finally, get that sweet, sweet Oriental blast. I've been waiting to. Wait, what to are write. they doing at this house? I forget why we took the train. Uh, we're trying to we're trying to do some reconnaissance on the one who's yeah. actually a okay. guy named Parker from upstate. Oh New right, York. so this yeah. is Parker's house. Yes. Yeah. I think I've seen the place in an old horror movie. You say things are never as scary as they seem on the outside. Quick kick replies. Easy for him to say. He's turn, Oriental. Turn to page. <laughs> 41. Oh my god, where are the choices? You check out of the entire exterior of you check out the entire exterior of the house, waiting walking around it in a big circle. You find nothing but broken windows and rotting shingles. Have we chased the wild goose this time? You ask uh. Quick Kick. I don't know. Let's get to the heart of the matter. Quick Kick doesn't pussyfoot Trying around. To get down to the heart of the matter. 
But my will gets weak. And my thoughts seem to scatter and I'm thinking about forgiveness. forgiveness. <laughs> See, that we're allowed to do all day long. We don't got a, we don't got a timer on that. Uh, quick Kick takes a short running start with a single thrust of his right leg, smashes in a large window. Barefoot. Wow. Ooh. For real? Yeah. the fucking door like <laughs> a human being. When the dust clears, you climb through. It's very dim inside, but slowly you focus on a large, empty living room. Empty, that is, except for enough cobwebs and dust to fill three Saturday afternoon horror films. <laughs> Beside you, Quick Kick gas. Arg. You wheel to see what's wrong, but have enough trouble of your own. Hands grab you from behind. Oh, no. Bind, blind, blindfold, and gag you. Oh. You're dragged down a hall and pushed into an elevator that drops you like hopes. Oh, this is where we get That drops, drops you like your hopes. Uh, I see what they tried to do oh, there. Yeah. No. Again, no choice. Turn to page 70. Oh, man. We're going to get raped. <sighs> Guys, this is going to end with us getting raped. Um, <laughs> your blindfold is ripped off. The light is overpowering. Then you see a larger-than-life portrait of the one. The one. Sow. A voice sneers behind you. G.I. Joe has arrived. Ooh, listen, Ray's doing voice <laughs> Ray's work. Doing voice you keep us. popping up everywhere like cockroaches. You wheel around because it's Cobra Commander. No. Oh. I don't think we've seen this one before. He's speaking to a pretty woman wearing glasses, whom you recognize as... The Baroness. The Baroness. Oh, I want to hear this one so much. I want to hear this one so much. <laughs> I hope she this. doesn't talk. On her right is a man in a silver mask who can only be... Destro, the arms supplier. It's nice of you to drop in, Cobra Commander says, turning back to you. We are always glad to have company. Wait, his, is that the Crypt Keeper? His high-pitched laugh is bone-chilling. Then he motions to the guards to tie Quick Kick's hands. Obviously, he knows Quick Kick's talents. Well, if you do that, you'd bind his legs, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, his fucking it's right feet, th- man. It's right there in the name. Jesus Christ. Uh, once again, no choice. Turn to page six. This is like, this is a novel, folks. Oh, my God, another one. No. Cobra Commander nods as the two guards finish their work. I do hope boys like to visit foreign cities, he says. What I have in mind for you two is... But before he could finish, Quick Kick goes into action. Cobra Commander's made a small mistake. He tied Quick Kick's hands, but not his legs. For reals? That's what the... Yes. Uh... With one lightning swift motion, Quick Kick spins around and kicks the weapon out from one of the guards' hands. Mm-hmm. Stop! Cobra Commander screams. You realize you only have a split second to act. That's where you think what a choice would happen. What do we but do? no, no. we were page thirty seven. Okay, this is not good. The guard's rifle flies into the air. You make a desperate leap forward and bring it down. You drive the rifle butt deep into the guard's stomach. Ooh. Quick kick's feet find their target again, and a second guard falls to the floor. Destro raises a small pistol and aims it at quick kick, but you raise the rifle and blast the pistol straight from his hand. You turn the rifle towards the Baroness, who raises her hand in surrender. Where's Cobra Commander, you yell, untying Quick Kick's ropes. Did we just win this thing already? Quick Kick only shrugs. Cobra Commander has somehow vanished into thin air. Let's not worry about him. Let's just get out of here, you scream, keeping the rifle train on Destro and the Baroness. Quick Kick shatters a wet window with his boot. When was the last point that we actually... The last thing we made was a decision about the pizza guy. Yeah. (laughs) About hanging out with the pizza guy. Jesus Christ. Geronimo, he yells, jumping out the window. You look to see if any more Cobra guards are on the way. Seeing none, you follow him out the window. A few minutes later, the two of you are safely on your way back to HQ. Geronimo, you say? It's an old, ancient, oriental expression, he says with a grin. He didn't. Yes, he did. We've got the info we need. Cobra is behind the one, but we didn't get Cobra Commander, you say disappointed. Here's another old oriental expression. Oh, my God. Oh, Christ. (laughs) Tomorrow is another day. The end. What? What? (laughs) We made two decisions. The end. We we found out the Cobra Commander was behind the one. Didn't catch him, dude. How how many pages is this book? Because a normal choose your own adventure is is it's a pretty small book. Um, eighty nine is the number of pages. Eighty nine is. So I guess if we had gone to the one, we would have th- we would have defeated the one. Well, I mean, would you guys like to try going to Africa instead and seeing where that road takes us? Or, I mean, seeing as how. We're already done. We kind of have to, right? Right. Let's yeah. try to go to Africa and see. Yeah, let's okay. go to Africa. Listen, that's not a terrible ending. We didn't die. I I, I just pulled up one uh, uh, choose your own adventure. This is 144 pages, right. which seems about right. 89 pages uh, where it's very thin. Almost uh, none of them were decisions that actually had to be made. Yeah, it was and, like seven pages in a row, and a bunch of those pages are like a paragraph. Yeah, and then you just turn to page something else. There, the, I can't. This is probably the length of a medium-sized essay. 
Yes. <laughs> Guys, I'd like to say, I think we had more uses of the word oriental than we uh, had choices. Oh, <laughs> we did. Oh, no. If I was going to guess... Uh, let's try going back to Africa. Sure. So go back what? to page Please three. Don't say I feel that like this is. Again. I feel like this is gonna. Please this don't is... tell me to go back to Africa. <laughs> Jesus. This is not gonna end well. Uh, okay, we're gonna go straight to Africa with the rest of the team and not worry about the pizza guy. Oh, I wanted to know his story. He was the most interesting thing about that book. <laughs> okay, is it just because you're hungry, Gina? No, I feel like he's 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 belting out the classics. He's giving you cover. Yeah, that was a real specific song poll. That's what I'm saying. I want to know more about Pizza Man. It turns out Pizza Man was the one. I mean, oh. I would believe it at this point, but I think the one is pretty cool if that's the case. I like, I'm down with the one. Okay, so we're. Uh, you feel good about your decision to go to Africa with Lady J, Duke, Gung-Ho, and Dusty. After all, you need to learn a few things about the mission. And no, you're, you're not supposed to be learning things. Just uh, Your first mission, you're supposed to be off and running. There it is. And, and uh, giving your... Uh, giving your opinion on things? Particular funky spin yeah. on... I don't know. And you'll take advantage of the time on the plane with the others to iron out the questions. In a half an hour, a Jeep drops you at a remote landing strip in New Jersey. Yay. Right by Gina's house. Mm-hmm. A prop oh, jet is the, waiting. The, the plane station. <laughs> A prop jet is waiting, but it's so small. Dusty catches your disappointed look. Buck up, partner. He says, you ain't seen nothing. That's good. That's a good Dusty. In another hour, you're piling into a gigantic camouflage jet on an even more remote airstrip somewhere. You might as well try to get some shut-eye, Lady J says, when you're all buckled in. It'll be eight hours before we land on the border between the One's Kingdom, Kamali, and Mumbania, the country to the west. This is where you go to sleep and then they rape you. Yep. Then you'll need to be in A1 shape. We have to work fast, scoping out the scene for the other members of the team who will join us later. You're sleeping like a baby, dreaming of Kamali, when suddenly you're jolted awake. Your stomach is above your head as you plummet through the air like a stone. The plane is losing altitude quickly. If you don't hurry, you're going to lose more than that. Go, gung-ho urges you. You're the one who's the pilot. Wait, what? Where, wait, where are the pilot? What did... Your, pilot's li- your teammates' lives are in your hands. You tear open the door to the cockpit, and there's the pilot draped across the controls, dead. Oh, Jesus. whoa. His eyes are glassy. His face is blue. A heart attack? Better that than foul play, because if it's poison or strangling, if there's a traitor, you put the possibilities out of your mind. You don't have time to think. You grab the controls. The instrument panel is one you've never seen before, but you act instinctively, pulling the plane out of its nosedive, fighting its destructive downward momentum up, 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 as you've almost got it when the radio crackles. Hurricane force winds ahead reroute reroute hurricanes don't just appear out of nowhere (laughs) over the desert that's what they do you have to decide you can ignore the warnings and try to land where you're scheduled to the mountains of kamali or you could try an emergency landing right now in the mambanian desert that could be tricky we gotta land in the desert i feel like you want to land in the mountains or in the desert we have to we have to uh get to the uh cover photo which is quick kick kicking some dude in the desert (laughs) It's a fact. Even though De- uh, Quick Kick isn't actually in... He's not with he's us. Not with us. <laughs> land, I want to land in the desert. You think desert? Yep. Can we go with that? Okay. Yeah. So we go to page 48. Oh, my God. Okay. We're on a, we're on a read string, guys. I apologize. <sighs> this is not very well made. <laughs> You're a tough pilot, but the storm looks even tougher, so you decide to bring the plane down in the desert now. This could be a tough... This could be tough, too. The desert just inside Mombania, outside the mountains from Kamali. Maybe Dusty's idea of a little bit of heaven, but not yours. <laughs> bump. Bump. Kaplow! Deserts aren't as flat as they look on maps, but you've landed safely. It, nothing is as flat as it looks on a map. Am I wrong? <laughs> Everyone is shaken up, although happy to be on solid ground. Let's just sit tight in here until these winds die down, says Duke. Walking out there now would be like walking into a wall of sandpaper. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, come on, let's, Dusty pleads. Forget it, Dusty. Dick. <laughs> That's not what it says. You'll just have to wait until morning. Dusty is still sleeping when Gung-Ho sticks his head out the door the next day. Holy crawdad, he says. Will you look at that? The plane is buried halfway up in the sand. Dusty scratches his head. Well, we can start digging. Well, I'm no sand hog. Oh, says Lady J. <laughs> Even if we dug for a week, no, we'd still be here. That's what I'd expect you, <laughs> oh, your yeah. Lady J to sound like. And mighty dry. You're right, says Duke. We can't get this bird up again. We have to take our chances, he says, pointing into the vast wasteland. Out there. All right, says Dusty. That's more like it. After burying the deceased pilot, 
Okay. You, Duke, Dusty, Gung-Ho, and Lady J, gather as many supplies as you can and head on out. The days are blazing hot. The nights are icy cold. As the days pass, both supplies and enthusiasm are dwindling. Except for Dusty's, of course. Somehow this isn't nearly as much fun as you thought it was going to be. When you get lost between the moon and New York City. <laughs> which technically you are. Crazy. Finally, you clear the mountains. You all stand at the top and there below you is more sand. And more sand. It stretches on forever. Doggone, says gung-ho. Us swamp boys could get real dry in a climate like this. But what's that on the horizon? Are you imagining it? Ooh. No. It looks a lot like an oasis. Palm trees, water hole. And is that a camel? Look, you point. Lady J follows your finger. Whoa. Gosh, I thought I was seeing a mirage like in the old desert movies, but you see it too. It must be real. Move it, guys, says Gung Ho. The old alligator could use a good wallow. No choice once again. What? Is that a... Okay. Is that is yeah. that a saying? The old alligator. I mean, no, that is that is somebody looking to get laid. <laughs> ah, okay, great. Well, this is no mirage. It's a real oasis. The tiny town looks like a set from a French Foreign Legion movie. Are there a lot of French Foreign Legion besides that one with Jean Claude Van Damme? <laughs> it's the only one I could think of. Time Cop. <laughs> yes, Time Cop. Hmm. No. Lady J approaches the owner of a shop and speaks to him in his own language, because she speaks a lot of languages. Sure. The shopkeeper is wary of the strikingly beautiful woman, Mm -hmm. sunburnt and wearing sand-encrusted clothes. She should remove them. Oh, wait. After all, this is a land where women still hide behind their veils. Can you believe these people? Am I right? Mm. Poor guy, Lady J says, returning with food. He's had a bad week. The forces of the One have seized this area and claimed it for Kamali. They're in a fort just down there. She points down the street from the market where you stand. (laughs) As if on clue from that direction, storm three dozen soldiers with dark flashing eyes, white desert robes, and very nasty looking swords. Whoosh, slash, swish. Whoosh, slash, swish. Better than zap, popple. Hold on. Zap, crackle, I wouldn't worry about it. It appears that they're playing basketball. (laughs) Do not be concerned. And they're not very good at it either. A lot Mm, of hairballs. A lot of (laughs) whooshes. The sound of the sword swirling around your heads is not amusing. A dashing fellow rides up to you on a dazzlingly white Arabian horse. You will not reach for your guns, he says. You will reach for the sky. Oh, guys, it's a choice. Aren't the swords above our heads? Don't worry about that. Want to cut off our hands? Well, we haven't stolen anything. Be Sharia law, right? So is our choice to fight or surrender? Ignore them and fight it out or decide you're hopelessly outnumbered and surrender. Fight it out, man. You'll never surrender, right? Like that's... Never surrender. I feel like he's actually a good guy and uh, we're fighting out. Because he's riding a white horse? He came out of the one's temple. Yeah, but still. But still? But we could also we could also uh, let him bring us into the one's temple and then spring the trap. I wonder if we uh, if we fight it out if we'll die. We probably will die. Oh, if we see GI Joes die, that'd be awesome. Let's let's fight it out and see them die, guys. We're not going to fight it out because I just looked ahead. Uh, uh, it doesn't end it. well. What? No, I want to see what that ending is. Okay, what is it? Then we're going back. Oh, mm. this is never ending. This the, is <laughs> the GI Joe team does not take orders from two bit soldiers in movie costumes. At the yeah. same time, all five of you reach for your guns and let the nearest soldiers have it. Oh. You haven't any idea what you're planning to do next, but your options are pretty limited. Murder. There are more soldiers than you thought. And the shooting has brought still others out of the fort. The low, whitewashed building that doesn't look as if it could even keep a camel out. All of you run in different directions. Out of the corner of your eye, you see Duke, gung-ho, then Lady J being taken prisoner. You have no doubt that they'll put up a good fight. Dusty is nowhere to be seen. For some reason, the soldiers have overlooked you. Maybe it's just not your turn. Hiding behind a large palm, you watch as the soldiers parade your three teammates off to the fort. But where is Dusty? He must have escaped into the desert, his natural habitat. You decide to try to join him. Once out of the view of the fort, you feel a bit safer. But you must think clearly. Develop a plan. The desert's not forgiving. One slip up and it's bye-bye, dog ear. You spot a large sand drift that you can use as a landmark. Sure. You'll keep it on your left as you walk. Then you won't get lost, right? Wrong. You'll soon walking in circles. You're hopelessly lost. The day is blisteringly hot. You didn't have a chance to refill your canteen at the Oasis. You could go back, except now you can't find the Oasis. You die of heat stroke? You grow faint with thirst and exhaustion, but you've got to get a grip on yourself. You try a mental game where you were taught in training. Close your eyes. Visualize your goal. You imagine Dusty. I was really hoping to get our heads cut Me off. Me too. His goggles perched on top of his head. You open your eyes. There he is. You see him. Dusty. Dusty. He's too far. He can't hear you. You run towards him faster and faster and thunk. You're face down in the sand like Vince Vaughn at the end of True Detective Season 2. 
Dang, that is a prescient book. Yeah. You look up and he's gone. Then you realize it was only a mirage. You don't have the strength to go on. Sorry, dog ear. Looks like you hit a dry hole this time. Wait a minute. Does so it does it say actually say it looks like you hit a dry hole this time? <laughs> yes, it does. Is that a saying from 1984? It's a choose your own seven, adventure saying, near eight. as I can tell. Guys, we're going to surrender and just see what happens. And then if we die, we die. By the way, I looked up this author, G.V. Yes. McRae. They never wrote any other books. I'm pretty sure this was an intern that worked at the company that was, and there was like, write one of these. Like, I don't know how to like write it. Do it. Okay. There'll be three choices and they all end up terrible. Okay. We're going to surrender and then we'll follow through. And if we die, we die. It's not that you're cowards, but these shopkeepers and merchants in the marketplace have been very nice to you. You'd hate to see your blood and theirs ruining the carpets. So you raise your hand and march. The fort's a joke. You could break out of it in a second, but you all go along and let the soldiers lock you up in individual cells. Things are probably pretty quiet around here, says Duke. The walls are so thin you can hear each other perfectly. More guests today than they've seen all year. As soon as you're settled in, Lady J says, quiet, listen, what's that? Sure enough, it's the whir of a helicopter coming to take you where? The palace of Kamali? The bottom of a deep ravine somewhere? You can find bazooka. One chopper can hold all of us, Duke is saying. Gung-ho, pop out that tin can of a cell and then hide at the end of a corridor in the dark. We'll blow this rinky-dink jail, grab the chopper, and be up, up, and away. Two guards unlock the outer door to the cell block as they start down the corridor talking. They don't even see Gung Ho coming. He first makes contact with the speed of a bullet and the force of a bulldozer. Bap crunch. Bap crunch? Bap crunch. Because mm. remember being a kid at Saturday morning cartoons enjoying a nice bowl of bap crunch. <laughs> and then it's all over. Pop, 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 pop. Four quick slams and the rest of your cell doors swing open. Thanks, Gung Ho, says Lady J, and he bows graciously. Outside the cell block door, Gung-Ho, Dusty, and Duke quickly borrow the weapons from the dozing guards. Then it's a short dash across the sand to the chopper. Get out of here, chump, roars Gung-Ho at the pilot. We just canceled your flight plan. Before the pilot can react, Dusty grabs him and holds him while Gung-Ho puts out his lights with one chop. Hmm. Chop? With a chop. Okay. It's, it's you go deadly. back to the karate chops. Yeah. This hasn't been a good trip for pilots, says Lady J. <laughs> Making fun of the dead guy from the Jesus from Christ. earlier. <laughs> Oh, Lady J, heartless. Sociopath. It goes like that sometimes. Duke replies. Uh, just, Duke yeah, it happens. No big. And the trace of a grim begins across his serious face. He's he's laughing about the dead. Oh he was your friend. God. What do you think is waiting for us down there? He asked Lady J as the high uh, chopper hovers above the once palace. Now we're there. She looks down. It's just five guards. They're expecting this copter back anyways. Okay, guys, what's the plan? Five guards, snorts gung-ho. That's one apiece. Hardly worth working up a sweat for. Can I have two? Dog ear and gung-ho will penetrate the palace. <laughs> yes, they will. While we clean up the courtyard. Wait, what, what do you mean, yes, they will? And saying it with that tone and suggesting <laughs> they're... That's what they're doing. Anally violating the fortress? I think How does they that are. work? It's gung-ho, man. Then we'll follow, says Duke. Ready? Lady J leans out the chopper door with her crossbow and fires. Got mine. Oh, and yours, too, Dusty. Dag nab it, Lady J, says gung-ho. Now look what you've done. Six more guards run out the palace. Rat-a-tat-tat. Rat-a-tat-tat. Their fire sounds like stirred-up hornets. Quickly, gung-ho sits the bird down, and Lady J, Dusty, and Duke disappear into the blaze of gunfire. You and Gung-Ho creep towards the palace door, then race down the winding corridor, flinging open doors. Your machine pistols are at the ready. There it is. The one's private office. Are we still using machine pistols in 1980? Mm-hmm. We sure are. I seem to have a vague recollection of thinking they were super awesome, but like not actually having been used since like the 40s. Um, they were uh, useful for commanders in World War II, roughly right. 40 years earlier. Yeah. Yeah. He's barking orders into the phone. Uh, you each grab a bodyguard, but too late. The palace guard charges in armed with needles. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Yeah. Naturally. Remembering your training, you hit the deck, slithering under the guard's feet towards an escape. Almost out, you turn back towards the sound of gung-ho grunting in. Where's gung-ho? Is that him in a corner? Crash! The door disappears. It splinters, followed by Dusty's fist and Lady J's rifle. <laughs> Dusty, minute, punch that Dusty door while I shoot it. it. Jesus. That's not a good idea. Uh, let's go, Gung-Ho, shouts Duke. But Gung-Ho is rolled up in a little ball in the corner with his hands in front of his face. What's wrong with Gung-Ho, shouts Lady J. We've got to get him out of here. He's in no shape to protect himself. We can't, Dusty says. 
The guys are coming right at us. Fight! He braces himself, ready to roll heads. Guys, we have another choice, finally. Oh, finally. If you think you should grab the cowering, quivering gung-ho and try to escape, or take a stand now, worrying about gung-ho later, is that your only hope? Wait a minute, what happened to gung-ho? We don't know. Uh, I think he got injected by one of the needles. Uh I think he got, like, fear serum serum inside him or something like that. I mean, if the rest of your crew is standing and fighting, I feel like you got to stand and fight, right? But, I mean, you can't just, like, leave gung-ho behind. But how he's going to be dead weight? I mean, how are you going to be able to penetrate the fortress otherwise? (laughs) I think if you run with gung-ho right now, you're kind of giving up on the mission. But if you stand and fight and worry about gung-ho later... I don't know. I think standing and fighting is always a good idea, but surrendering was the right idea a moment ago. So I think stand. I would prefer to stand and fight. No, you don't leave somebody behind. All right, man. go get it. go get that quivering mess. Well, you're not leaving him behind. You're just worrying about him later. Yeah. So you are leaving him behind. <laughs> <laughs> leave right, the go, quivering mess in the corner, surrounded by enemies. So we're gonna try to escape, or are we gonna fight? Let's go get him. Wait a minute. What does that mean? Which one? Go get. Okay. Gung-ho. If you think you should grab the cowering, quivering, gung ho, and try one. to Let's escape. Do that one. Oh, or you take a stand escape. right now. Oh, I don't like that, though. Oh. Uh, let's pick one. <laughs> Gina's like, ah! All right, let's, let's fight. I think we should fight. Uh, okay. You've got to stand and fight. Otherwise, none of you will make it. Ack! 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 What? Is that really? A-A-C-C-K-K-K. Hold on. Wait a minute. Um, can we get, can we get a, a speech check on that? Uh, a- give me... Give me bring that right over here. Where, where are we? Okay. You'll be able to see a picture of that. <laughs> Three short blasts from your automatic pistol. That was what the... I thought you had a machine pistol. I don't know. I thought that was the sound of somebody going, ah, ah. Me too, me too. That's the, that's the oh, uh, onomatopoeia you. of a machine pistol. It's you murdering the Aflac duck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that makes more sense. And another three guards fall. Don't wait for me, gentlemen. Lady J snorts and then punctures daylight through three more with her M16. She's flat out murdering people. Holy Christ. Holy shit. It that's... gets real. You're doing great when, holy cow, more guards crash in. But kaplow, so does Duke. Fresh from victory in the courtyard. Hit him again, guys, shouts Duke. They're doing just fine, but your mission will be nothing unless you can get the one out of here alive. How did that happen? I don't know. But where is he? You peer through the smoke and bullets and spy him hiding under his desk. You make a dive for the one and press your machine pistol against his head. Hold it. The one shouts to his guards, hey, oh, I'm sorry, it'd be New York, right? Lay down your weapons. That's right. <laughs> You're so delighted by that. I am. <laughs> Unless you want to see I'm your fearless leader. I'm a sweat I'm the sweat hog. I'm the I was one following you on the subway, and I couldn't find you at the pizza place. Oh. <laughs> Unless you want to see your fearless leader turned into a pattern on the wallpaper, and Lady J just murdered three people. Uh-huh. Motherfucker. Yeah. So we're clearly capable of it. Yeah. Hey, don't kill me, begs the one. Hey, I'll tell you what's wrong with your friend. Your friend? Gee, you'd almost forgotten about gung-ho. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He's crying like a baby in the corner. The guards frown and grumble, but follow the one's orders and leave you alone for a powwow. Your big friend here, says the one, pointing at gung-ho. He's been injected with poltron, a fantastic substance made only in the ore here in the Kamali mines. It turns the bravest soldier into a sniveling coward. Oh, that's what's wrong with him, says Lady J. Poor thing. And, <laughs> I love this voice, <laughs> continues the one. Do you see what a marvelous weapon it is? I turned the entire country of Mombanians, whose land the mines were on, into frightened children. You could just do that with guns. <laughs> So that's how you got your own country, Duke says. Well, I always wanted one, the one smiles. So why haven't you lived happily ever after, you ask sarcastically. Because Cobra Commander and his pals heard about Poltron and moved right in on your little empire, right? Oh, Duke says. (laughs) The one nods feebly. Turn to page 87. Guys, did we beat it? Did we beat the game? We got a ending. Well, that's all very interesting, you say, but what about Gung Ho? And isn't there something we can do for him? The one smiles slyly. I have the antidote to Poltron. I could give it to you if you promise to clear on out of here permanently. Yeah, and what are you going to do about Cobra breathing down your neck, asked Duke? You're not calling the shots anymore. Oh, I forgot. The one's shoulders droop. Look, give us the antidote, says Duke. You get your life. We get the Poltron mines out of Cobra's mitts. And as a bonus, you get a one-way ticket to Tahiti. Is that like the Tahiti program that Agent Coulson went into? Yep. Oh. They're going to uh, scrabble his brains. Hmm. 
But then I have to give up Kamali, my kingdom, the one says. Well, you can't have everything, says Duke. And with Cobra, it's not going to be white beaches and soft breezes. Is that a deal? The one knows he has no choice. Don't take it too hard, says Duke. After all, not everybody gets to be king. At least you have your memories. The end. We won. That was the worst that was pretty tragic. adventure. Yeah, that was, that was the worst. Ever. That wasn't good. We made like five choices the entire time through both adventures. <laughs> yep. Best part of it was the pizza guy. Yeah, I go back. So what were your highlights of the uh, the G.I. Joe book? Gina, you say the pizza Just guy? Just the pizza guy. Just the pizza guy. Nothing else? Nothing else. Chan, any highlights from this uh, terror Operation Terror Trap? When I realized that an anagram for the author's name was Mac Grave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, That's I'm gonna, it. I'm going to say my highlight was my New York accent for the one. Oh, God. Where's the pizza guy? Pretty solid. Guys, you can hire me. Uh, just send me a tweet. At Almighty Ray is my Twitter. Um, and that's uh, that's this week. We are so disheartened. <laughs> you guys are just off G.I. Joe oh, and choose yeah. your own adventure books forever. That is... I, I don't, I don't want to even see... Who's, who wrote the second one? The second one was written by James M. Ward. James M. Ward. The second one I have here is book 10. It's called Operation Weapons Disaster. And Gina's ready to go home. <laughs> so, guys, you can look that one up. We'll do that one as a bank episode someday. If I can ever get Gina and Chan to do it again. I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> guys, we'll go back to my one-man show. Ray reads a G.I. Joe book. That's some avant-garde theater right there. Uh, in any case, thank you guys so much for listening. Next week, we'll be back with a normal episode. Uh, even if, you, if Assuming you made it this far in this one. <laughs> uh, until then, uh, you can catch me on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. Catch me on Twitter at 999 RPMs. Visit me on Twitter at... <laughs> We're all Gina. being caught, Gina. No, I You better be get visited. with the program. I'm at Gina Ippy. Hey, and you can catch me on my Twitter. It's at The One. Huh? Good. I'm pressing stop now. <laughs> Good night, everybody. find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always, am I the winner? (laughs) Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com.